0: and welcome back to cinema gems and as always i'm your host the admirable admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so yes they still exist come find us and of course guys as always is my illustrious butt maestro my co-host how's it going
1: you are somehow even more of a transatlantic-accented, turn-of-the-century uh, newspaper pusher than usual. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another podcast that mostly talks about movies, sometimes other things like TV shows and video games, just generally cinema-adjacent things. And, Admiral, what the hell was that? <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking for the listeners. Oh, that, was, that are was, you, was... Are you trying out a new thing?
0: No, that was, that was literally... Um, I've always been <laughs> able to do that voice... That is literally, if you were in the 1940s, going to watch a movie, you have the announcer that talks like this. I, I can't do the transatlantic accent. So it, it was fine. pretty. It was pretty good, though. That's fine. That's my... That's, that's pretty good. I don't know.
1: What do y'all think? Tell us on, a, on CinemaGems underscore pod. Uh, tweet at us. Let us know what you thought about the Admiral's accent at the beginning of this episode. That's my go-to. Uh, We're going to jump right the hell into this because this week the Admiral made me watch a four hour long
0: movie. First of all, okay, cool. Warner Precipice, it's three hours and 45 minutes. Fuck you. Including the overture
1: and intermission. Well, I'm not going to not listen to the overture and intermission because how else are you going to get the crucial themes present throughout the entire theme? Which in this particular case is one theme over and over and over and over and over again. I bet you loved it. I loved it for the first 15 minutes until I realized there's a lot of epic music happening while nothing is happening on screen. I'm getting a lot of really gorgeous shots of just people riding camels with not a lot of context around it. just da, 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 So this it is goes the
0: on forever. 60th <laughs> anniversary of Lawrence of Arabia) <laughs> and we thought that it's
1: very appropriate that we're doing this the week before we roast the Oscars.
0: And we also we we you offer you offered this up last year that we do we review Oscar movies around the time of Oscars. So that's why I was like, "Did, did I offer that idea?" Yeah. That sounds like something I would say, but yeah. I don't remember saying it. It's okay. You're <laughs> we probably extremely inebriated slash vibing, and we were also we were also what are you talking about. I'm, to, I'm totally Tober. No, we were, but we were also doing virtual, so we couldn't see ah, each other's faces. You're right. So probably when you offered it up, I'm just like, okay.
1: It, it was in the dark times. Correct. Not saying we're not in dark times now, but it was the slight. It was the less sepia toned.
0: So dark times. So This is. Uh, Winner of seven Academy Awards, including Best Picture of 1962. So it's the 60th anniversary of Lawrence of Arabia, which apparently is a remake. This well, is a remake because they this is the remake because they have the silent version and oh, then they have a sequel that. with uh, Ralph Fiennes, aka Baltimore. Rafe Fiennes. That's perfect. Or Twitter destroys hey, you. Hey, that's fine. I don't speak the Queen's English.
1: That Rafe Finds, thank I, you very much. I don't and speak to Queen's English. This is based on the Seven Pillars of Wisdom by Thomas Lawrence. Correct. I'm not referring to him as T. E. Lawrence.
0: I'm sorry. He's, he's Thomas. It's uh, Thomas. Do we also <laughs> want to specify that uh Sir Alec Guinness uh does go brown face?
1: Yes, but with the with the asterisk of and I'm not excusing the brown face, but I looked and you, you told me to do this, I looked at pictures of the non-fictional character that he is portraying yeah he kind of looks a lot like him it's weird yeah and like, that's... i hate they had to put him in brown face for it i wish they would have found a native actor who uh who, who looked like him but fuck if we're gonna if, yeah, he looked a lot like him i he looks I, like I, i'm was... still
0: not super comfortable oh, with it completely understand completely understand and i think I it's love a Alec horrible Guinness
1: decision to death <laughs> Sorry, he died a long time ago. But In a Galaxy Far
0: Far Away. Exactly. The nineties. Yeah. I I'm still not super comfortable with it, but look, there's a lot of things in this movie uh, I'm not super so comfortable with. Also, by the way, when they were filming this and Sir Alleghenus was walking around in I believe they were they were filmed this in Tunisia. Okay? Yeah. Um <clears throat> People actually stopped him and started talking to him because they thought he was the character that he was portraying. Oh, wow. I'm not saying he gets a pass. But it was at least convincing. It was convincing, and I understand why. Because of the times, I'm not giving it a pass. I'm, I'm going to hope,
1: not knowing, not having seen the, uh, the the person he was portraying, I hope it was a perspective, a, a respectful portrayal.
0: It was wrong. They should have got somebody that at least had a skin tone that they were going for. I hope that yeah. that's not offensive. But you, you mean what I know when portraying someone of a particular ethnicity.
1: It's probably always best to get someone as close to that ethnicity as possible. Get that authenticity, that fair, that representation. Correct. And it's just that being said, standards today are. Not where there should be, but definitely have moved a long way since the 60s.
0: Yeah. Um, So yeah, Uh, Sir Alec Guinness. uh, Not the main character in this movie, by the way. Correct. He shows it by thinking like four scenes. Yeah. They're Um, all fantastic scenes. We're going to talk about Peter O'Toole. Who? So,
1: I had never seen this movie before, and my only reference for Lawrence of Arabia was the Family Guy bit, where they're like, Lawrence of Arabia, now in super ultra high def, and it's just a strip across the
0: screen. Ah! <laughs> I've never watched that Family Guy episode, so your description made me laugh. And,
1: and, and Peter goes, hey, his name is two dick euphemisms, because <laughs> it is. Peter and Tool. Anyway, uh, movie opens in 1935, toward the very end of Thomas Lawrence's uh, very illustrious career. He's killed in a motorcycle accident. This army vet who has been through literal hell, who is fucking legendary with the people who knew him, but also very enigmatic, because a lot of people met him, but not a lot of people knew him.
0: Yep. They knew of him. They didn't know what he did for the people that he was protecting which by the way can we also specify that this is a white, colonizer it's a white savior story
1: 100% a white savior movie 100% a colonizer movie
0: and look 100% I, I understand I understand that times are different in the 60s and whenever this book is written was the book written in the 20s or something
1: I, I just look, preface anything and everything we say in this review as I'm not super comfortable reviewing a movie or talking well about a movie that so glorifies British colonialism and imperialism and indoctrination. Grain and. Of yeah. salt. Yeah. Grain. Massive. Just of have the salt. grain of salt there in your mind. Please. Grain of salt. Please know that we don't condone. Or praise anything that the this movie self. was portraying.
0: So, we, after that, you yeah, know,
1: and after the memorial service, where no, everyone, oh, no, I just been like, after seven knew, minutes of okay. talking
0: about that. We need yes. just get into the review. Let's get into it. All right. So, so it's a biopic.
1: Yeah, hundred percent a, bi- a biopic. Now, I will say, I did enjoy um, the director's choice to have the overture. Uh, on-tracked and end of the movie all be blank screen with just, um... A black screen? Maurice Jarre's, uh, music.
0: Oh, and how did you feel about his music? Because I know that It's a great theme.
1: It's an iconic theme. It's an iconic orchestral epic theme. Would you
0: run to this?
1: No. (laughs) I, I I would not run to this. I would not drive to this. Would you
0: ride a horse to this? I
1: have played this in concert band and orchestra several times. Okay. Uh and it's fine, it's okay, it's, it's very much of its time. <laughs> I, I feel like... Uh, I feel like Ludwig Johansson with Black Panther had a much better approach to scoring a movie about a very specific indigenous people or a society based on several indigenous peoples. Uh, because Lugador Hansen, for the score of Black right. Panther, actually went to tribes of Africa, to uh, cities of Africa, and immersed himself in their music, their sounds, their color palettes that they're created with different instruments, and included them all in the movie. This is all just a big fucking orchestra, which is fine, but I feel like it takes away a lot of the authenticity. If the, If the makers of this movie were going for a movie where a white guy goes native... To inspire them, it might have been more fitting to incorporate more of those region-specific instruments and color palettes into the score of the movie.
0: So wait, you're telling me, who's the guy who wrote this book? Lawrence T. What is it?
1: T. E. Lawrence? Thomas
0: Edward Lawrence. Thomas Edward Lawrence basically just did Tarzan. Kind of. Wait, what he wrote the book? Like no, the- no, 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 no. Edgar Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote Tarzan. Yeah. So basic, because Edgar Rice Burroughs. If you go into, the, if you're going down that rabbit hole, Edgar Rice Burroughs of uh, John of, Carter of Mars. John Carter, yeah, Princess Mars. Basically, he made a a lot of money doing a white savior trip.
1: 100 percent.
0: So, are you telling me that what's this, Lawrence?
1: I'm also telling you that that Dune is this, but better.
0: Okay, and I'll just, get more into that. Later. Just want to specify that. They saw that a white savior store was making money, so yep. they decided to just, oh, copy and paste. Essentially. Okay, cool. Not,
1: not necessarily copy and paste, because they did, as far as I could tell, in my very limited research on this movie, um, they did get most of the documented, and that's the key word there, because not everything T.E. Lawrence was documented by anyone other than himself. And I don't know how much I trust the self-documentation of someone who is... Not necessarily following anyone's specific orders, and not being held accountable by anyone in particular. Um,
0: I also found out why this movie's so long. Why is that? Because the movie spent two years in pre-production before 14 months of shooting Jordan, Spain, and Morocco. Yeah. That's why this movie's so fucking long. I think this might be the longest movie we've ever reviewed.
1: So... Yeah, I hope it's not the longest <laughs> review we do because we will do some trailer talk at the end of this All too. Right. So, 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 okay. So we have we skip back to the 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 First World War, and T. E. Lawrence is a British Army lieutenant who no one likes because he is he can be summed up with the Hamilton quote of "Why do you assume you're the smartest in the room?" That's him, hundred percent. He always assumes he is the smartest in the room because he is very educated.
0: And also, if you went out of your way like I did. Um, when I was watching, so I've seen this movie a few times here and there. I haven't seen it all the way through since high school. Okay. So when Prometheus came out, I went to go watch Prometheus and I saw the scene that he talks about, um, you just got to mind that it doesn't burn. Okay. My brain was like, that's Lawrence of Arabia. I'm mm. going to watch that when I get home. So I went and watched it at that point. That movie did not age well. This movie
1: that we're talking about right now? Correct. I agree. Let's get into that. It did not
0: age well, and it's because there's no character development in the beginning for people to understand why he doesn't turn heel, but help people that is more in need Mm -hmm. than he has the aspiring to already become. So. Sorry. Just wanted to specify
1: that. No, that's a good tangent. I like it. Let's let's not make this the longest review we've ever done. Oh, which Hopefully, by the we way needed intermission.
0: Which by the way, by the way, um, a
1: oh, we forgot to tell uh, Dead Tom good night. Oh, good night, Dead Tom. Good night, Dead Tom. Good night, anyone that listens to this while they go to sleep. Hopefully, or, we will create good new morning,
0: good box. afternoon, and good luck. Um, Peter O'Toole has claimed to never see this complete movie in two decades after its original release. By which time, he was highly impressed after watching it.
1: I'm sure he was. It was all him. It's all him. It's all
0: him. Which, by the way, me and Patron were watching this. Big air quotes. Watching this. Right. Um, having it on in the background. No, having it on in the background while we're doing work. Not
1: other things, you pervert. You know what? Look, you're a married couple. Whatever happens between consenting adults happens between consenting adults.
0: As it's going on, we're watching, big air quotes, because you do we're doing that. work, about, we go, and Peter O'Toole's on screen, and I just go, hey Patron! She goes, what? I go, you know who that is? And she's like, oh! She's like, who is that? I was like, it's Peter O'Toole. And she's like, oh, okay. And I go, no, 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 no! From King Ralph. Her brain goes, oh yeah, that is him! I go, he looked young. She's like, yeah, he did. <laughs> wow. So Patron knows Peter O'Toole from King Ralph, not Lord Submarine.
1: <laughs> we we need to get into this review, Admiral.
0: We already we already started. He's not liked among his amongst his peers, so he gets a special mission to go find Prince Faisal. Sir Alec Guinness. Prince Faisal.
1: Uh, and help in his revolt against the Turks, because it's the in it's the, the Arab front in World War one. Sorry, I got spooked by my own ukulele. Sorry. They'll do that <laughs> till you watch it. Um and I lost my place on the Wikipedia synopsis. Oh wow. Well. You gotta oh. you, you
0: gotta rub the spine, of course.
1: Yeah, so he's been guided through this desert by a Bedouin and uh, the Bedouin is just fucking killed. Because he drank
0: water from
1: From someone else as well. Uh from And he can't con- perceive why. Yeah. He
0: doesn't understand why.
1: Yeah, like why the fuck would you kill this guy? He he is so green to war itself that killing bothers him on a very deep level. For now,
0: so he's like, "Who are you going to go see? I need to go see the prince. I can take you to the prince." And I like how I like how Peter O'Toole's character is like, "No, I'm going on my own." Yeah, because I guess that he thought that he might. He could kill him, you know, he could do whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his thought process was. I am
1: not this character. So much of everything T. E. Lawrence does is just to prove that he can. Exactly. Literally it's an ego trip. Everything he does is because someone else told him, No, you can't do that. And he went, bet.
0: Hold my drink.
1: Yeah. Hold my beer. So they go Hold uh, my sandy
0: water. And they go and go meet go meet the prince and we see Sir Alec Guinness. And brownface. Mm-hmm. Which, he doesn't have his British accent, and that's weird. He
1: kind of has his British
0: accent. It comes and goes? It comes and goes. It's kind of weird. But, that's fine. So he's like, he's basically like, hey, you need to to help train these people. Yeah. And so he helps train these people, and they go off, and we meet, um, I know the characters, I don't know the character's name, but I, Omar? Omar? Yes. I don't know. He won he won best supporting actor for this. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, Omar Sharif. Oh, yeah. He won he he won he won best supporting actor for this. He won an Oscar. Sharif Ali. Yes. Okay. Um I love his character.
1: Yeah. Because he's the he very quickly becomes the right-hand man. To this guy who is in his mind and in the minds of all these other people, becoming kind of a god. Because white people aren't supposed to be able to do that. Yep.
0: He's my favorite character (laughs) in this movie. Whenever he was on screen, I was like, what's he gonna say? He
1: he becomes the right hand and the constant reminder of, you're just a dude. Yep. Like, you're a really cool dude. I admire you. I respect you. I kind of love you.
0: I got a little bit of a crush on
1: you. But you're a dude.
0: So, he helps invade I don't feel comfortable saying this he helps invade the army of the Turks. Right. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable saying that. hmm They're basically for people who don't understand I'm not I'm not calling him stupid, but the people who don't understand how World they're, War, they're, Yeah. Who how World War I works is basically it was it was Russia, Germany And Italy, so they basically have to fight the force, and to get alongside, they have to go on the other sides to basically corner your enemy. Yeah, corner your enemy. That's what Peter O'Toole's character is doing. Right. So they flank this part of the army.
1: Yeah. And they want to take. um, Oh, I just had it here. Oh my God, where did my plot synopsis shit go? Uh, They they want to cross the the Desert. And take um, shit, Akaba. not Ag- not Agrabah, okay. the fictional city from uh, from Aladdin.
0: Akaba. Oh, which by the way, did you know? Although although this movie is three hours and thirty six minutes, not four hours, three hours and thirty six minutes. Fuck you. This movie has no women in speaking roles, and it's reportedly the longest movie not to have any dialogue spoken by a woman. Wow. Sexism. Wow, just so. A bit. So that's we, a lot
1: to unpack, and we're not going to unpack so,
0: it. So basically, <laughs> they get they get to the, they get to what's the city called? Uh, Akaba. So they get to the city of Akaba, and all of a sudden, uh, uh, um, uh is it Sharif? Sharif. Goes, Sharif Ali goes. All this is is paper. Sharif Ali, glory is he. And my brain is like, oh god. Like, that's thousands of dollars. But they don't deal in money. They want bars of gold. Yep. So basically, Peter O'Toole's character goes like, I got this. Here's an IOU. I'm taking these two kids that have been following us around. We're going to go and we're going to get the money and come back. Yep. Okay. I liked this scene only because it showed Peter O'Toole's character that not everything can be won without someone dying it has weight. There's weight to everything that happens. When he's going through the sandstorm... Yes, okay. And the other kid falls into the quicksand... Okay, you skipped a few very crucial scenes.
1: You've skipped a few very crucial scenes. Um, Because I think you've skipped the scene in which he's trying to unite the tribes, and he just met uh, the uh, the Bedouin. Yeah, the Bedouin. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's That's what... I'm sorry... Yes, he does go back and rescue Gassim, but... um, Okay, cool. Putting putting these things into context. He goes back to rescue Gassim, Uh, back into the desert, picks him up, and then not long later, after trying to unite the tribes, Gassim kills someone from the other tribe, and to settle the dispute, Lawrence has to be the one to execute yep. Gassim, and he... Yeah... He does it, doesn't like it because he just at had to first, rescue this dude. Yeah, he doesn't like it at first, and then he starts to like it a little bit too much, so and it to, starts to really unload.
0: So we get to the officers' officers' club, right? And he shows up. And are we talking? Uh, about, or did you, you skip? Are, you skip? no,
1: no, I didn't skip. You're skipping a whole lot. Oh. Um. He yeah. He skip, He he convinces. The, uh, when, he, when does he lose his
0: Daouda compass? Time.
1: When does he lose his compass? He In got his compass storm. taken. In a, a sandstorm. That is later after he's united the tribes. Uh, let's see. Uh, they overrun the Turkish garrison. Uh, Lawrence heads to Cairo to reform Dryden and the new commander. That's uh, it. And Gen- General Allenby of his victory. While crossing the desert, Dawood dies in the quicksand. He stumbles in the quicksand. That's when they get to the officer's quarters. They get to the and they're officer's like, quarters. Uh, yo, we're getting a fucking drink. And everyone's <laughs> staring at him because he's in the robes. But because he promised the chiefs, I will not immediately revert back to trousers and take off your clothes because I think them dishonorable. He doesn't think them dishonorable. He wants to wear them with pride yep. because they, it represents the time he spent earning the trust of these people.
0: He, he earned... The trust, he earned everything. And then he earned what I like to keep, call his cape moment. Yeah. When he he literally he the cape was a little kid. Yep. Putting on a cape for the first time. And I'm pretty sure that was the direction the director gave. But I have to say is, that's a nice little scene. <laughs> it's a nice He's little just scene.
1: Around. He's playing around. He literally told Peter
0: O'Toole, yeah, just just play around with it. Just playing in the sand with it, bro. We're not watching. Just fucking play around so, with it. So when he goes up and he talks to... His his commanding officer, his CO, and he starts, you know, talking about all this, blah blah blah. And he's like, Okay, we need this, we need this, we need this. Commanding officer goes, Got it. You got it all. Yep. Basically, I guess the treasury of the of England. Yeah. As they're walking off, he goes, Are you really gonna allow this to happen? No. But I'm I'm not
1: a politician, so it's not my problem. And I'm like,
0: wow. I kind of love this
1: dude, though. Because anytime someone asks him a question, he's like, I'm not a politician. It's not my fucking problem.
0: (laughs) I understand, but you can't be like, oh, hey. That'd be like me saying, I'm not wearing a Hawaiian shirt, so it's not my problem. (laughs) That's That's not
1: my job. I'm deferring to someone who gets paid a lot more than me. Yep. Oh what what you written down?
0: I forgot to write the title of this episode.
1: Oh, what 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 number is this? 335. Oh, okay, cool. Uh so yeah, by that point we finally get to uh the intermission. That felt a little bit too long <laughs> if I have to be completely honest. Uh but we get to the intermission. Uh it's a, again Oh, beautiful. we get a
0: sticker on this one.
1: Oh, oh, for those that don't know, the Admiral has a sticker or book that he got from Thrift Books, I think. Yep. Uh, a bunch of barcodes and shit with all with numbers on it and he writes down the episode numbers in this notebook and anytime it coincides with one of the numbers from the thrift books receipts he just sticks that on there right there it's kind of cute actually but we're getting back to this we're, we're we just finished the intermission and we right. immediately go into Lawrence walls to the wall Right after he told this general, I don't want to go back into the desert. I don't want to go back into the war. I liked it way too much. And they're like, "Good." So they put him back in, and he's full on guerrilla war, blowing up trains.
0: Oh, fucking with Turks. Do you want to talk about the train scene? So that train scene. Yeah. Base this. Ba- this movie basically inspired. Inspired so su- much. Futuring directors, uh, aka George Lucas, George aka Lucas, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah. Like all of them. Like this. This, I'm assuming that this was basically Star Wars for our generation of directors.
1: Why do you think there were so many trains in this last season
0: of Book of Boba Fett? Oh, 1,000%. But I just have to say that this iconic scene with the train blowing up, yeah. I thought it was going to be longer than what I, I remember. I to...
1: Uh, but it still felt really intense.
0: What about the what about the train where they went to go blow it and the trigger and fell? The shit
1: misfires. The trigger fell. Oh, I was genuinely concerned. And
0: he, and, he, and they have to kill this kid, or they will torture him. Yeah. So what? What? So well, what does Lawrence okay, do?
1: The The sad thing is, the kid probably wasn't going to live for much longer because the detonator probably like destroyed his lungs from the inside. No, I he, he was going to sit there and fucking bleed out or suffocate on his own blood internally. It, it's it's bad that kind of injury is real fucking bad.
0: no, I understand bad time dude, but the fact of the matter is that uh Peter O'Toole's character is the one that had to do it like he stood up yeah and he was like, I gotta do this
1: yeah, I gotta do this, I hate it, but I gotta do it I'm like right, okay, okay dude <laughs> uh but yeah, he has to he has to kill one of his fucking assistants, I guess that's rough
0: mm-hmm uh, and then they uh, win the war that they're kind fighting? of they they
1: do run the Turks out eventually they have a big push on Damascus um, and Lawrence recruits an army that's uh, a lot more motivated by money um, than by the Arab cause um, and they cite a column of retreating Turkish soldiers who've just massacred a whole bunch of residents of Tafas. Um, and someone just uh, one of the men uh, from Tafas demands no prisoners. And the man charges and gets fucking marked. And
0: Lawrence is just like no prisoners!
1: And it's a fucking slaughter. Uh, so, Which
0: this scene reminded me a lot of Braveheart so I'm assuming that's where that came from.
1: Um, that That's when the kind of he hits. that's his rock bottom that's his emotional rock yeah. bottom of like oh god this shit has gone too far that's his rock bottom he's, he's once again point. pointing at the scar that I supposedly caused well, I don't remember causing it I, I was know. just around for it I don't know Um, but that, that starts the rift between him and the people whose loyalty he gained and right as shit as getting to a fucking like high point they take him out they promote him to Colonel and move him back to Britain um uh, because his usefulness to faisal and the British is it, they're just like yeah, you're more a nuisance than than useful now, so bye and they're just like, yeah, this is an old men's game, and you're a young man so so go go away
0: um uh so <clears throat> uh, Sharif yes Sharif Ali uh Omar.
1: Sharif Ali, glory is he, Ali Ababa. Yeah. Yes.
0: Signed on with uh, the producer Sam Spiegel to do this movie. And it was a seven picture deal. What the fuck? $1,500. I'm sorry. 15000 per movie. What the fuck? The others were uh, Behold the Pale Horse, 1964. Okay. Dr. Zhivago, 1965. Oh, Genghis nice. Khan, 1965. The Night of the Generals, 1967. Funny Girl, 1968. Uh, Macaina's Gold. M-A-C-K-E-N-N-A apostrophe S. Go for it. 1969. That means that that motherfucker's late 60s? What the fuck was he doing? Working. Making money. Good for him. Money. Good for him. Okay, look. So, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six times Fifteen thousand is. I don't have my calculator out, so good luck. I literally my calculator's in the other room, so you have to have yours. We need we need to do this. We need to know how much money. Hang on. Omar Sharif put up six times what? Six times fifteen thousand. Ninety thousand. Ninety thousand in the late sixties, okay. hmm Inflation calculator. Bear, bear, bear with. Inflation calculator. Okay. So inflation. how much that
1: is that in today's dollars?
0: So 90,000? 90, yeah. 90,000.
1: Bear with everyone. And This is why people fall asleep during our
0: 1962... show. 1962 No, wait. No. Mm. It was 68. So let's just let's let's go with 1969, okay? Holy shit. It would be worth $652,000, $674. Sorry, I said dollars too many times, but you know what I mean. You mean what I know. So it's a lot of money. Over $650,000 that he made in like six movies. That's, that's a Damn. lot of money. That, that's a Damn. good chunk of money. Damn. So, uh, we have a rating system here on Cinema Gems. Yeah, Full Gem and Amazing Movie. Half Jim and R movie, yep. no Jim a horror movie. As this is the first, I guess we would call them, "quote unquote" big air quotes classic movie that we reviewed besides North by Northwest, which mm-hmm. is one of the oldest ones we've done. What do you, but my sure himself, you speaking to me right now yep. as this yep. mic is recording? Yep. Give Lawrence of Arabia a review after I give my review. I think this is
1: a. Why would you set me up for like uh, up, up like that? Go ahead, go and ahead. then immediately go. What's your review after I tell you mine? Well, go ahead. Half Tim.
0: One hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. One hundred percent agree. Half Tim.
1: There are certain aspects of it that no shit have aged incredibly poorly, um, as so much of old Hollywood has. And I, I'm grateful for the reminder of how far movies hand, uh, movies have come, and the production of movies have come. Things that we just don't do anymore. And this movie is why. There are also a lot of things that have stuck around and inspired great filmmakers. That this movie did, maybe not immediately first, but one of the first.
0: This also so is one of respect last... words due but. One of the last big epics. Yeah. And we can see why they don't make them anymore. Yeah. Look, this movie was beautiful. It was beautiful. Did it need to be three hours and 36 minutes? No. Nope. No. No, it did not. I didn't need another sweeping scape of the desert. And I know there are a bunch of people right now sending hate mail. I know there's a bunch of people right now sending hate mail. We're not saying it's a bad movie. We're Great. also not actual, well I mean
1: technically I guess I would
0: because I have a degree in art. So.
1: I do not consider myself an actual qualified critic. But it's just an associate's I'm a degree. Ner- I'm a nerd with a microphone.
0: It's, it's an associate's degree so it's not that much. But I still think that this, to be completely honest with you, is one of those movies that I can say verbatim, I understand it, it's not for me. Same. I, I'd be totally okay if I don't watch this all the way through again.
1: I'm glad to have watched it once just to tell people I've watched it, I've seen it, I've seen one of the quintessential Oscar pictures.
0: Slash epics.
1: Sure. Um, I'm good. This, this is, I've filled my quota. We understand why it's Tatooine, a solid half gem.
0: we understand why Tatooine is sand.
1: Now, uh, for those of you that disagree with us, uh, you can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com You can also tweet at us at cinemagems underscore pod uh, If you want to, you know, find funny stuff we do on Instagram, cinemagems pod. Did
0: you like what I did with the pictures this week?
1: I do. It was, it was nice. You liked it? It was, it was very easy because I didn't have to pose for any pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you
0: for that. No problem. Also uh, uh, we're gonna go Okay, I gotta scroll And you got to tell me to stop because I got one more, two more, two more trivias I'm going to give out. So you got, you tell me to stop, okay? Tell me when to go and tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. T.E. Lawrence, while riding... Thomas Edward Lawrence. While riding through B-O-V-I-N-G-T-O-N. Bovington. Bovington Army Camp to his cottage uh, in Cloud Hill. His fatal accident. His fatal accident occurred. The scene where he was tortured, and assaulted by the Turks, from the books of the Seven Pillars of Wisdom, published and shortened in a former vault against the desert. Lawrence refused to publish seven. His life works, but he did print an exclusive uh, for one hundred and twenty people only. The one hundred and twenty people who read the book were delighted with it. As a after the publisher T, T the publisher Lawrence was would, would die. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool.
1: Do cool. do another one. Do one ready? Yeah. All go. Right. And stop.
0: Once filming commenced, French film actor Maurice Renaud, R O N E T.
1: Yep, that's probably fine.
0: Replaced uh was replaced by uh Omar Sharif in a in the role of Ali uh Ronate was bought out of the movie for the amount of four times greater than Sharif was paid for his actual performing in the role. Oh, wow. Wow.
1: Now I'm not super impressed at how much they, even after inflation, how much they paid him for six movies. Because, were they paying a white guy even more? (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: Yay, old Hollywood. But
1: hey, please tell us what you thought about uh, the classic big heavy air quotes uh, Lawrence of Arabia
0: at cinema Gems 15 that's one five at gmail.com
1: uh, and if you're for some reason not tired of hearing our voices go off for about an hour about random shit, you can find more of our episodes at lowrainpictures.com. You can see the entire backlog of Cinema Gems episodes right on that page. And if you get bored of us, go right over to the Your 30 tab. Yes. They're a lot more fun.
0: Also, Kevin George, thank you for being our sweeping overture for this podcast called Cinema Gems. Do you think that, that does the overture? I,
1: I, I think so, too. Okay even with the slightly out of tune fade out at the very <laughs> end that bugs me every time I listen to an episode but I, I like it because it makes it uniquely ours
0: so we I also, like to think that was on purpose we also have a trailer to talk about we
1: do have a trailer and I talk.
0: like that it's specifically why we reviewed this movie
1: I feel like you did that on purpose
0: nope the universe did it. Kada Mata Kada are we going to do trailer talk?
1: The, the, I mean, I thought that was the trailer talk today. Oh,
0: trailer talk, trailer, 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 trailer talk, trailer, talk. <laughs> Uh That's an improvised <laughs> new theme that we will never do ever again. <laughs> we, no, we will stick to our I'm original so trailer sorry, talk, everyone. which we will do right now. Oh God, what's wrong with us? <laughs> Go ahead and start it. Oh, my God.
1: Uh, So, I don't know if y'all saw the new Obi-Wan trailer Oh, I thought we were going to
0: redo the trailer intro. (laughs) Trailer Trailer talk! talk!
1: All right, so I remember like 10 years ago, before even The Force Awakens came out, that they were talking about doing an Obi-Wan prequel movie or an Obi-Wan series. Maybe it was animated. Maybe it would be live action. Either way, they really wanted Ewan McGregor involved because he's a great Obi-Wan Kenobi because uh, he did a perfect job of capturing the young spirit of Alan Guinness, I think. Uh, that's been going on for 10 years. Uh, that's one of those Hollywood rumors that comes up every few years and nothing comes and up. And you anymore. hope it's true? I, I, I gave up hoping that it was true uh, because it never was. It, it would always be a fake out. That's just why you failed. It was always a fake out. It, it was. It's one of those things where, like, I've learned to expect nothing and just be pleasantly surprised. I get it! I get what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? I know what you're talking about! I've, I found that it is so much more mentally healthy to not expect anything, but just be pleasantly surprised when actu- something actually happens. Which, by the so, way... So, when this trailer finally came out and confirmed... That this Obi Wan TV show is real and is tying into the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian and all these other and and uh, what's the game? Uh, Fallen Order. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the Inquisition and all that shit. Holy shit! We're getting an Obi Wan show.
0: Okay. Uh, Do you want to talk about? You want to talk about young Owen Lars played by Joel Edgerton? Yeah, I'm so which, glad he's back. Which, by the way, I was genuinely surprised to see him back. Holy shit! Any role that that motherfucker's in. Are they going to make Owen Uncle Owen the badass he deserves to be? Owen Lars? Joel Edgerton will always be Owen Lars, no matter what fucking Absolutely. role he plays. He is Owen Lars.
1: Are they finally going to make Uncle Owen the badass
0: that he deserves to be? Do you think that's why he doesn't want Luke to play around with him? I think so. Is because he knows how he is? Yeah, Because he maybe. used to work with him? Because this is a road trip movie?
1: It might be a road trip movie. We'll see.
0: Well, Okay, so we got the Inquisitors, which, okay, a lot of people don't really like them. Look, they can be done differently because I believe that one of them is the same species as the character that General Grievous' is, was on. Udipa.
1: Yes. Udipa. Yes. Utapah. yes. B- bear with. The Inquisition is one of those uh Nerdy things. things? It's one of those nerdy things that Dave Filoni had to do to repair the prequels. Yep. Because so much of the Clone Wars and Rebels and now Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett is not retconning the prequels, but making those weird decisions make a little bit more sense.
0: More serviceable. Right. But people are like, hey, the prequels aren't that bad.
1: Like the hoops that Dave Filoni had to jump through to make the Uh, main protagonist of the Clone Wars and the main antagonist of the Clone Wars, Anakin Skywalker and General Grievous, not meet each other face-to-face For the entire show, until the very end of the war, because in uh, Revenge of the Sith, he drops the line of, oh, you're shorter than I expected. So Dave Filoni went through years worth of hoops to make sure the main protagonist and antagonist of his series never fucking met. I'm sorry, Dave Filoni's great. I trust him. Hundred fucking percent, I trust him with any Star Wars property, because he, not gonna say he loves it more than George Lucas... I think he understands it better than George Lucas.
0: He understands the mythos and he knows that he has George Lucas's tip of the hat, I guess it would yes. be at this point, because he's done so much for the fans that George Lucas knows he won't do any wrong.
1: He knows that Star Wars as an entity is so much more than the things inside of George Lucas's head. So he simultaneously, while paying respect to the ideas in George Lucas's head, Also, pays respect to all of the amazing contributions that fans have made to this series over the years. Uh, so, I'm very excited for this Obi-Wan trailer.
0: Do you want to talk about Baby Luke? Baby Luke! I I guess we should call him
1: Youngling Luke. Okay, Youngling Luke. (laughs) Like a (laughs) bantha. Like a bantha. Um...
0: He's not a youngling. He's not being trained in the ways of the Force. But he's still a youngling. Younglings are
1: specifically... Just like freshmen.
0: Just like freshmen in no. high school. Well, and it wouldn't young. make
1: sense to call him that either because he's not going to school yet.
0: Whatever. Whatever. He's not a youngling. There's he's a not joke a freshman. He's that a I think's hilarious and you don't think... You don't, you're not getting in your... Yeah, freshmen. because I'm um, actually... Youngling means apprentice Jedi. It, I'm basically trying to meme it, okay? Trying to meme it. Trying to meme it. But that's fine. That is perfectly fine. I'm
1: going to meme your face t- going <laughs> trying to meme it. Well, do you want me to meme my foot up your meme ass? <laughs> okay, so...
0: <laughs> I like how we got that 70 show reference in here. Because the algorithm got me! Fuck you. <laughs> the algorithm got you. So... Oh, God. So, basically...
1: It looks like the premise of this is going to be... Uh, obi-wan on tatooine protecting young luke and his surrogate family from uh shit jedi that's hunters. about to go down jedi hunters the same jedi hunters that we saw in fallen order the same Jedi jedi hunters that hunted ezra and fucking what's his face from uh, And we,
0: i wonder if we'll get to see trilla maybe
1: we'll, we'll see I, look again,
0: because that's a story that I would really remember. Remember like what to I
1: said do. a little while ago: expect nothing, but just be pleasantly surprised at what happens. If they get this shit really, really right, I'm going to be pleasantly surprised. I think the reason I didn't, I, I wasn't as pissed at Book of Boba Fett as so many other people were, is I wasn't expecting anything. I don't understand. I'm just I want pleasantly so many expri- surprised, surprised were the things that. I wasn't mad at Book of Boba Fett because I wasn't expecting anything. I was just pleasantly surprised by the cool things we got. And yeah, it's a different take on Boba Fett. But the Mandalorian himself, Din Djarin, has become all of the things that the fandom has obsessively fantasized Boba Fett to be. Yep. That
0: role has already been filled in a better way. And also, we get to see Io McGregor in scene. yes. Yes. in sand
1: in sand not on a green screen in
0: sand and also I don't know I don't know if I sent you this uh, maybe I did but they did so much great casting in 2004/ 2005 when yep. Avengers of the Sith came out yep that the, basically they're like 15 years of an age gap if you want to do it correctly yep that I could perceivably see them age into this other people. Because they live on a desert planet, yeah, and six years sand is harsh. Yes, it is. So,
1: as we saw from Lawrence of the Rape, uh, Lawrence of the can,
0: can we just can we just tip our proverbial hats to the casting directors of Revenge of the Sith? If I
1: was wearing a hat, I would tip it.
0: I am going to tip my hat to them, and I'm going to put my hat back on. So we have a rating system here for trailers. Yes, everyone. We have a rating system here for two things: movies and trailers, and mo- and other and movies. episodes
1: of no. yeah. Uh, I think whole gem is oh my god! I can't wait to see this.
0: Uh half gem is matinee, and no gem is Escape wait it. till Redbox or wait
1: till wait till Redbox is no longer a thing, Admiral. Re- what? Redbox is no longer a thing. Oh there my god! There might be a few isolated red boxes out there, but there are infinitely better ways to get. I'm a the movie Matt Damon meme for free. Yeah.
0: Matt Damon. Um, no, I'm the Matt Damon meme. when someone's mentioned there's no more red boxes ages immediately. <laughs> no, there's no more red box. Holy shit! Sorry. Oh my god, I did not know. Yeah, sorry. Um, the Ides of March got me. Oof. Um. Uh, yeah. So. I am probably gonna watch it if I have access to internet right away.
1: Uh, I yeah, I I look I have uh, I have Disney Plus so you know I'm I'm gonna watch it just like I watched Book of Boba Fett. They're making it easily accessible. I'm not gonna fault them for that. Yeah. So I'm whole gem excited, but also not really expecting anything in particular.
0: Correct. All right. And you want to get to the quarantine watch list?
1: I think we should save the quarantine watch list for next week when we do the Oscars. We've been going on for a little bit,
0: <laughs> but before we leave, good night, Dead Tom. Good night, Dead Tom. <laughs> um, and also, oh, thanks to a lot of the listeners that have. I guess we've got we've got some new ones recently. Yeah. Um, and I did want to mention. One listener that may be listening may not. He may not listen to it, but we're going to talk about Russell Brand's little brother (laughs) uh, because (laughs) I did mention it to him, uh, and I did tell him I was going to call him out, and I haven't done in the past couple episodes, but I'm going to go ahead and do it now. And we also have we are men of our word. um, (laughs) The assistant assistant Boxar. What? Yes. Oh, okay. um, Who has named himself? uh, Okay. So we just want to say hello to you. Also, uh, Tiny Tony Hawk, I know he's probably spinning on his head because of us talking about Lawrence of Arabia so badly. Oh, my God. And we're being the quote-unquote woke generation. Well, look, as always,
1: thank you so much to all of our amazing Swapper Jacks friends and family for always supporting the show, occasionally giving us, uh, rightfully giving us shit for it.
0: And, uh, and also, guys, just love appreciation ideas. We love them all. Thank you. Life's hard. And we're all going through this together. Help yourself
1: so you can help others. Be kind to yourself so you can be kind to others.
0: Understand that there's stuff going on. You can't control it. Let it go.
1: Let it go. Let it go.
0: Oh, see, whenever anybody says let it go, my brain instantly thinks of Last Crusade, Indiana. Let it go. And he's just like. And then Harrison Ford just looks up to Sean Connery.
1: Remember, you can find all our episodes on LowRainPictures.com, and then you can thank go over you. to the Year 30 tab and find their stuff, too. Because
0: Marty and the Air Conserver is amazing. Thank you guys so much. And also, Kevin George, thank you for being our overture for our radio show. And also, you can find us on Twitter at yeah. Cinema Gems underscore pod. And
1: you can find us on Instagram, CinemaGemsPod. Wow. See, so you like, you like, I like how, how we how did we the both... swap? Yeah.
0: You like how we did the swap? That, yeah. was, that was pretty good. That was good. Uh, we're just giant nerds for that happening right now for us actually acknowledging and high-fiving it on air because the listeners can't see it but that's besides the point we have been in your ears for 49 minutes guys we are going to see ourselves out because next week is the
1: shit we really don't care about it's Oscar week
0: yeah it's our usual Oscar picks like sure fuck sure
1: it. whatever I haven't seen half this shit we'll get this into, is get into it. this is a reoccurrence this
0: is a thing that we do just go with it. If you don't want to listen, you don't have to listen. If you want to see us fail epically, please listen next week. If not, your choice. Or you could, we could just be your ASMR. <laughs> Look guys, we all we y'all. have to say is wipe your hooves and see you later. But also, black lives always. always matter. Still do, always will. Also, email us at cinemagems15 at gmail if you want us to review any movies. We want to hear your viewpoints. We want to be the podcast that you want to listen to. Very Bye nice. guys.
1: Bye, y'all.